0: Section Thirteen of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Denise Nordal Modesto, California. Section Thirteen: Loves and Sports of the Children to Miss Emily T. Caro, Oyster Bay, August 6, 1903. Today day is edith's birthday and the children have been too cunning in celebrating it ethel had hemstitched a little handkerchief herself and she had taken her gift and the gifts of all of the other children into her room and neatly wrapped them up in white paper and tied with ribbons they were for the most part taken downstairs and put at her plate at breakfast-time then at lunch in marched kermit and ethel with a cake burning forty-two candles and each candle with a piece of paper tied to it purporting to show the animal or inanimate object from which the candle came all the dogs and horses renown blystein jugenta algonquin sailor boy briar hector etc as well as tom quartz the cat the extraordinarily named hens such as baron speckle and fierce and finally even the boats and that pomegranate which edith gave kermit and which has always been known as santiago had each his or her or its tag on a special candle edith is very well this summer and looks so young and pretty she rides with us a great deal and loves Yagenta as much as ever we also go out rowing together taking our lunch and a book or two with us the children fairly worship her as they ought to for a more devoted mother was never known the children themselves are as cunning and good as possible. Ted is nearly as tall as I am and as tough and wiry as you can imagine. He is a really good rider and can hold his own in walking, running, swimming, shooting, wrestling and boxing. Kermit is as cunning as ever and has developed greatly. He and his inseparable Phillips started out for a night's camping in their best the other day. A driving storm came up and they had to put back, really showing both pluck, skill and judgment they reached home after having been out twelve hours at nine in the evening archie continues devoted to algonquin and to nicholas ted's playmates are george and jack alec russell who is in princeton and ensign hamner of the sylph they wrestle shoot swim play tennis and go off on long expeditions in the boats quentiqui has cast off the trammels of the nursery and become a most active and fearless though very good-tempered little boy really the children do have an ideal time out here and it is an ideal place for them the three sets of cousins are always together i am rather disconcerted by the fact that they persist in regarding me as a playmate this afternoon for instance was rainy and all of them from george ted lorraine and ethel down to archibald nicholas and quentin with the addition of alec russell and ensign hamner came to get me to play with them in the old barn they plead so hard that i finally gave in but upon my word i hardly knew whether it was quite right for the president to be engaged in such wild romping as the next two hours saw the barn is filled with hay and of course meets every requirement for the most active species of hide and seek and the like quentin enjoyed the game as much as any one and would jump down from one hay level to another fifteen feet below with complete abandon i took kermit and archie with philip oliver and nicholas out for a night's camping in the two rowboats last week they enjoyed themselves heartily as usual each sleeping rolled up in his blanket and all getting up at an unearthly hour also as usual they displayed as touching and firm conviction that my cooking is unequalled it was of a simple character consisting of frying beefsteak first and then potatoes in bacon fat over the campfire but they certainly ate it in a way that showed their words were not just uttered in a spirit of empty compliment End of section 13, recording by Denise Nordell, Modesto, California.